1: after buzzers you are watching the hbo's looking after show season two episode seven looking for a plot i'm your host kylie hodges and before we go any further if you haven't already subscribe to us on youtube you can also find us on soundcloud and itunes and on youtube you can take part in the ongoing chat roll, so you can talk about how pretty we all look today (laughs) and look at my beautiful co-host who is next You're to like, me Who's on this my this? right? This handsome
2: man. I am Scott Moore, guys. It's good to be here. I've barely made it, and I'm plotting over looking for a plot.
1: Welcome. <laughs> that was so <laughs> good. <laughs> I
3: Fantastic. see a lot
1: of wordplay tonight. And uh, Kelly, introduce <laughs> yourself. Hey, guys, I'm
4: Kelly Kenezovich.
3: And I'm Blake McIver. <laughs> oh, I was waiting for your plot. And I was trying to think of mine. I was like, I'm oh, looking no. <laughs> so forward to this show. <laughs>
1: We've been plotting plot jokes.
3: Yes. Yeah. <laughs> we should have plotted part of it. I'm sorry.
1: <laughs> this night is going so well. Yeah, Off right. to a sorry, terrible
3: everyone. start. No,
2: I okay. love it.
1: So can we collectively agree that last night's episode was good?
4: It was oh, great. Yes,
2: it was great. great. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Much, much oh, yeah. better than good. Best I, of the season. Yeah, I
4: think I so was going to say it's yeah. my
1: favorite. Yeah, same. A lot happened, and
4: mm-hmm. it was outside
1: of San Francisco, which is a little a little bit of a refresh, something yeah. something new. Um, but it, it's kind of a sad. It's a sad topic. It's Doris's dad dies, and we yeah. we cut to the chase and start right there. Poor yeah. Doris.
4: I know yeah. that whole scene um, over coffee and breakfast. It was just so. Mm-hmm. It was so bizarre for me to watch. I had to rewatch it a couple times just because um, I was very shocked at at Doris's reaction. I mean. I, my father has never died before. Um, so I don't know how I would react, but I just, I just don't know if I would react in the same way that she did. Yeah. Um, yeah, but then again, I can't say that I wouldn't react that way. So
3: it was great because it was just so typically Doris. It was just like how she, how she would process right. that, like oh yeah, mm, that, okay, all right, mm, fuck, mm, yep. <laughs> you know, like and that's not my just... coffee. Where's my coffee? Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. It, it was just so. Oh, it was it was chilling. Like Lauren yeah. just knocked it out of the park in this episode. Yeah. It was great to see her really just get to sort of take the lead story. Yeah, yeah. I loved yeah, it. I feel I like we've that. been
4: waiting so mm-hmm. long for this, and she killed it. Yeah, she killed
1: it. Yeah.
2: Yeah, no, we've talked about this in previous episodes yeah. of how we are waiting for her to have her moment, and she had that moment, which I totally. thought was great.
1: Totally. And and then it continues with the bizarre reaction from Doris when she is at the funeral home with Pat and Dom, mm-hmm. and she sees her dad's dead body. Yeah. I didn't think we were going to see it so soon. Mm-hmm. I thought yeah, it was gonna we going to be a building. going there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we really went there. Yeah, <laughs> we did. And it's interesting. She says it later, but there were no tears at that moment. She just kept very panicky. She's like, oh, fuck, oh, fuck. Mm-hmm. Here I am. There's a dead body. Ugh. Yeah. It, but very Doris. Right. Yeah. I was going
2: to say, going back to what Blake said, I think it was very Doris. And also, it was sort of, you know, it's that shock. It's still allowing that to sink in. Mm-hmm. And that's totally, that's it's her. So it was quintessential Doris.
3: And Dom had my favorite line of the whole episode in that funeral in the open casket scene where she goes oh god i hate all the makeup that they put on them and he goes he, he kind of looks like a drag queen <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I was like, what? it was just such a perfect encapsulation right. of their friendship like yeah. he had the he had the one-liner right when she needed it moment- exactly mm-hmm.
1: only it. that friendship could handle exactly. hearing your dead dad looks like a drag <laughs> yeah. Guy, yeah right exactly i would just slap him
3: yeah down. right <laughs> At that dare you? don't talk about my dad that way yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: I really oh. liked this episode, too, because it was a lot of... It gave us backstory on Dom and Doris. Oh, mm-hmm. absolutely. So much. They go way further back yeah. than I ever thought. Yeah, same. It's kind of
2: cute. Yeah. No, because I, I always thought that... I mean, I know, knew from before this that they had been friends for a really long time. I just didn't know
1: right. how long. Yeah. And then when they're in the swimming pool, and that's at the hotel after the funeral home, and, and we learn about that, they're, they're reflecting on when they used to have sex <laughs> and
3: how...
1: <laughs> and how uh, <laughs> Dom apparently enjoyed it. Or didn't didn't enjoy it. He thought she enjoyed it, though. Right. Dom enjoyed, or,
0: it. Dom enjoyed did it. Doris did Erased not. It. Yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> and then the whole Patrick story yeah. about, and you it, know, touching a girl and he was doing this. And I was like, <laughs> let's, let's just put the hand down. <laughs> Someone <laughs>
2: hand Let put down. that, that stop. hand <laughs> down. I love it. You're like, just put the hand down.
1: That down. motion <laughs> was
0: great. <laughs> yeah. Just,
2: yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if anybody is turned on by this, then maybe. Then,
3: well, then maybe you're some, into something hey, very specific. There is, I
2: was gonna say there is somebody out there who is interested in that. And that's judg- okay. We're a
3: judgment-free zone. That's right. We're looking after. That's show. okay. Just because we don't participate does not mean right. we are shading you. That's right. Another
0: another.
3: Fan yourself after that.
1: Oh Lord, I just thought about Patrick with a girl. That was. Weird. <laughs> <laughs> uh, moving on. Yeah, but actually, before they're, in the, on. So before they're in the swimming pool, they go to Dom's dad's old diner. And my favorite line of the Try show to, I happens I to say that three times,
2: guys. Dom's dad's old diner. <laughs> yeah. Dom's dad's diner. That's <laughs> a,
1: lot, a little alliteration for you all tonight. Um, my favorite line of the night happens when uh, Doris goes... My dad just died, and this place is more depressing to me because mm-hmm. it's like an old donut shop, and yeah, like right. the employees are just like, "Well, you we have the best apple fritters in the side of Modesto." You yeah, know? it's it's a rundown little little joint, and Dom like just won't let go that it's, it used to be so great in his yeah. eyes. Mm-hmm. And...
2: Yeah, yeah. But well, also, no it's worries. kind of interesting too because then you kind of get his love of of food and the restaurant business and everything else too. So that was because I had no idea, you know, mm-hmm. that his dad
3: ever did anything like that obviously so that was good to find out it kind of makes
4: sense why he is the way he is
3: right right exactly and conflictedly passionate about his own project right Mm -hmm. we got a lot of like sense of things were glorified in their in their memories more so than the reality of it right. in this episode like doris with the pool being like i always thought it was so rock star this clarion yeah. inn pool yeah. in modesto i'm like <laughs> exactly okay but, but, you <laughs> know, it was so cute i kind of wish
1: there was there right so swimming in a, a pool with my friends
2: but in a way it kind of is something that we all can relate to you know yeah. sort of like going back to seeing our childhood stuff and and for most of us it does it seems a lot bigger and a lot more amazing exactly when mm-hmm. we're kids and then we come back or when we're younger and we go out in the world we come back as adults we see oh this is what it was, and it's well, a totally different perspective. I mean, so. come
4: on. You have Modesto, and then you have San Francisco. Right, right. Yeah. I mean, San Francisco is beautiful and huge and big buildings and so many people. And then you go to Modesto. I'm from the Bay Area, so I, I mean, I know Modesto inside yeah. now. And so it's just like...
3: What but this Ma- compared
4: to San Francisco? This is yeah. nothing.
3: Yeah. But Modesto was so pretty in American Graffiti. In <laughs> oh, no, <Modesto. laughs> George Lucas made it look so good. <laughs> but, but I'm, yeah. He's great makes our everything attraction. look good.
2: <laughs> but yeah, That's I mean, I, but I think it's that parallel for what we all experience of like going back from our youth and being kind of disappointed, like, oh, this isn't as amazing as it is. Even like right. our childhood homes, we had a whole different impression of them. We see them, we come back. We're growing up. Our, our hometown, everything. So I think that was a good parallel for people in general, to kind of totally. relate to that. But still,
4: she's going back to her hometown not on good terms. Yeah. I mean, she's mm-hmm. not going back like, oh, it's my dad's birthday party. Yeah. I mean, it's a sad occasion. Of course, yeah. So, of course, right. it's kind of, everything I feel is going to be very, it's going to look very dim mm-hmm. in her
0: mm-hmm. eyes. And
1: really mm-hmm. in every in everyone's Anyone. eyes, in exactly. Dom's and Patrick's. Mm-hmm. Dom and Doris were both a little vulnerable in this episode. And I, it, it made me think about when I bring my adult friends to something childhood-related for me, right. mm-hmm. you. I feel like you just feel a smidgen embarrassed no matter what. Well, mm-hmm. yeah, there's like that
2: sense of vulnerability a little yeah. bit. Like, you're letting someone like, into something that's very personal. Yeah. And, you, you again, it kind of goes back to what we were just saying, of those parallels and being like, okay, it's not as impressive. Maybe it was as it was for me as a childhood. Right. bringing your adult friends in. And so, yeah, there's yeah. a little vulnerability. There's a little...
1: Yeah. And well, I, I think we learn just as much if not more about Dom than we do Doris in this episode which I liked. Wow, you think so? Uh, well, maybe an equal amount, but I mean we get to know a bit about Dom's past and and it weaves in with Doris's mm-hmm. but like his family life as well yeah, as Doris's that's true. and yeah, um, and the type of person he was
4: when was it it wasn't at the funeral it was after when that person um came up to him and was like, "Oh, what are you doing, right?" Yeah, it, it was, yeah, oh, was, it was the at
1: the like luncheon. Yeah. Oh, okay. And yeah. he's like, at the "Well, bar. I'm gay now. You know, and I mean, it's just he's so different from yeah. when he left Modesto. Right. Was the answer? Was the question? What have you been up to? And then the answer. No, I think I'm it was. Now. I think it was. Did you mar? Did you and Doris get married?
4: Oh,
3: yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he was talking about his wife. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He goes, "Oh, did you and Doris ever get married? No, I'm, I'm gay now. now. No, I'm
4: gay now. <laughs> that guy was just like, "Oh, oh cool. cool. Yeah.
3: I love that reaction. I've had so that moment happen many cool. times with yeah. my childhood friends. Where right. I'm, I'm gay now. Uh, c- cool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's right a, right a now. weird conversation. <laughs>
1: like, how do you but, go about it in a comfortable yeah. way? It's kind of like, that, okay. Yeah. yeah,
4: and that conversation just kept getting weirder yeah. and weirder yeah. because it was like, okay, well, what are you doing now? And he's like, well, I'm, you know, about, uh, like, trying to start my own chicken or whatever his reaction, like, yeah. it just I felt like he wasn't proud of his life mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and this guy who was trying to respond to him was trying to be positive and
1: but it didn't really turn out that well. It was it was just kind of an awkward conversation. Yeah, I mean, I yeah. think he became very self-aware. And I don't yeah. know about you guys, but whenever yeah. I go home and I see my friends who are, like, married and own houses and have kids mm-hmm. and their life feels very, like, comfortable and, you know, nice and, and mm-hmm. routine, Stable, and I'm like, right, oh, yeah. that's... Right. That could be nice. And then I feel yeah. like Dom. We're like, well, maybe I could make a life yeah. work in little old Wisconsin. Oh, yeah. I've been the back in ma- my head. I've been there like, many times yeah. with that
2: before when I go yeah. home too. I'm like, oh I could have the family life and the stable job yeah. and the house. Well not this typical family life, but <laughs> right, right. <laughs> <laughs> something a little and, more comfortable. Yeah. yeah. But it is crazy to to see that and then kinda of see because 'cause we've all been there. Yeah. Yeah. We, we've all so been there.
1: Dom Dom got sucked into the allure of the yeah. comfort, comfortable yeah. life in the town. So uh, after they're swimming at the pool, and by the way, eating the KFC was so funny to me. <laughs> if the your chicken could taste like this. <laughs> <laughs> It was amazing. It was, it, like, I could just see myself doing that with my friends. Like, oh, yeah. Well, here we are at a Clarion Inn and eating KFC. You know? <laughs> I mean, I would have some alcoholic beverage
4: with yes. me in the pool yes. and chicken. Yes, and stuff, yes. So, absolutely. But, I mean, that'd yeah.
1: that would you
2: be my
4: difference. you got to wash healthy, down right? that.
2: You do. Dude, you need right? to, yes. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so then they go out to a bar, and it's, like, this seedy, towny country bar, Dom and Doris are just living it up, dancing. Mm. Um, the saddest and,
3: little gay bar in Modesto. That, yeah. By the end of the scene, I kind of wanted to go to. Yeah, yeah. I, like, <laughs> I kinda kinda like, see, intriguing. like, I kind of want to see that thing. Lady Gaga drag queen that's going to yeah, be on yeah. at midnight. I'm like, yeah. I kind of want to see her. Yeah.
1: <laughs> it was just so funny because Patrick was so desperate for some loving. Mm-hmm. And he like picks out this guy at the bar mm-hmm. who looks like he's all lonely, and Patrick's like, oh, I feel for him, I've been there. And then, you know, two seconds later, a guy comes up and starts kissing him, and then it's just Patrick by himself at the bar. No, I just, no.
4: I mean, I feel like Patrick just can't be alone. No. He
1: cannot He cannot
4: <laughs> yeah. appreciate being no. single. He needs to find... He needs to. <laughs> he needs some
1: affection from somebody,
4: Always.
1: I was Patrick. I'm just going to say it. Like, I went through that phase. The serial
2: monogamous kind of, where you just hop on to one date and relationship after the other. And And even if
1: it's not a real relationship,
2: you just kind of cling to whatever that fling is in your life. And I totally
4: get it. I just feel like Patrick needs to be single. Right. He needs to just or just see with Richie, Richie. Oh, oh, oh,
3: oh. (laughs) Oh, I was. Well, that's
4: not happening right now. (laughs)
1: Yeah, the end of this episode. I'm all. I'm all worked up.
0: Crazy.
1: (laughs) We got okay. Fifteen minutes to before we let that let that (laughs) unleash. Um, So then. So after the bar, um, it's the actual funeral. And what a bizarre scene. Yeah. Because they're, they're at the gravesite and, and Doris's Aunt Sarah is giving a really nice, beautiful eulogy. It was beautiful. Mm -hmm. Very touching. Yeah. (laughs) And Doris looked moved. Everyone looked very moved. And then we got old Patty in the back just. Weeping up a storm. Just had to make it about him. Mm-hmm. Yes. No, I'm so <laughs> <laughs> kidding. I'm so kidding. <laughs> no. Don't
2: you tell. That. Was no. Very, I was like, but he did. No. <laughs> you could tell
1: he was very embarrassed. Yeah. But that totally. hit a spot. I mean, my God. Well, I mean, he did say he's never been to a
4: funeral before. Yeah. But which I know,
2: which is crazy to I me. Mean, yeah. yeah, I don't know. Like nobody, like nothing I don't know. Yeah. I, don't I just feel like
4: it really brought forth a lot of emotions that he hasn't really had to deal with ever. I mean, mm -hmm. it's kind of, I think he kind of realized, wow, I am alone. I don't have anyone as well as, you know, funeral. It's sad. There's a bunch of emotion that is just not really positive. emotion. Everyone's so down.
2: Yeah. That's what I was thinking is like the funeral sort of as the symbolism for him with the relationships at the point that he was like, oh, they're ending. And I think that was his moment of being able to express that.
4: Yeah. I like that.
1: I just... Remember, so afterwards at the at the luncheon after the funeral, uh, he is referred to as the weird friend, and I just think it's so funny it's that at a funeral you would call someone weird for yeah. crying. I mean, it is a little interesting that someone who's never met the person who's right. dead is weeping, but still. Mm-hmm. You call him weird, like, maybe...
2: Yeah, I know.
1: Maybe he's going through some stuff, (laughs) you know? Just be like, oh, hey, do you need a friend? Yeah. Do you need a hug from Aunt Sarah?
3: It's funny, though, because the tone of that was so great. It was so well-crafted, because when he started weeping to that, and she was delivering the Walt Whitman poem, like, it was funny. It was very funny. Like, this was a great, this was great comedy. This was really great situational humor. Yeah. Yeah.
1: It was good writing. Yeah, I have nothing else to add.
3: Mm.
2: (laughs) Good and
1: (laughs) And point blank
3: (laughs) and
2: period.
1: (laughs) So, uh, what else happened at the luncheon? Dom wants to maybe move back to Modesto after hearing about how great it is to be married and have kids there Uh, and own the like resort or whatever the the country club or whatever Mm -hmm. that it's at. Uh, Patrick gets called weird. Oh, we also find out that Dom is not seeing anyone. That right.
4: it, oh, it yeah. ended. It ended not too long ago. So at least we have mm, no. we have an answer on whether or not he's seeing Lynn and the answer is no.
2: I don't like that answer. Yeah. I, I mean, don't like it either. Yeah.
1: There's still four episodes left in the season. Yeah. yeah. Plenty of time for Scott Bakula to show. To come up. There That's yeah. true. <laughs> Lynn, where are you? I
2: know, seriously.
1: And looking they're... for
2: Lynn should be yes. looking <laughs> for Lynn. That's the
1: next part Next
3: episode. <laughs>
2: looking for Parts
3: Lynn. one through four. Yeah. Looking for Lynn, parts one, one through four.
1: four. <laughs> I just, I like Lynn because I, yeah. I, I like what he has to offer to yeah. Dom, and if Dom would just put down those barriers, and if Lynn would well, Lynn open has to up put a little down, yeah. more. Well, Lynn has to put down yeah. the
2: barriers, too. But,
1: I, but I'm, more I'm thinking Dom more of, ways. yeah, Dom has to be willing to be vulnerable and accept mm-hmm. that he could use help. Maybe this episode
4: point. was what was needed for Dom maybe. to be able to open up. Yeah. Maybe he's going to realize, "Oh my gosh, I do want that family life. I want that security." Maybe in Modesto, maybe not. Um but, you know, let's go back to Lynn. See how he's doing. Yeah. 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 Oh, Lynn.
1: <laughs> oh, Lynn. <laughs> so then, uh they're at the they're at the gravesite and Dom is talking about how he never got to he never got to really experience a lot of life with his dad. So it sounds like his dad died when he was mm-hmm. young, which I didn't even know Dad or Dom's dad had died. Um, so Another yes. tongue twister. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of Ds in this yeah. episode.
2: Yeah. Sponsored so. by the letter D today. <laughs> <laughs> and plot. And yeah,
1: plot. Um, and so, uh, Pat, I actually thought this was a really cute idea. He's like, we're going to let your dad, since we can't find his grave, we'll just tell him that you're gay this way. And then they get in the car and they're... Speeding through. And I just think that's the cutest scene ever. Mm-hmm. It was great. They're all screaming out the window, Dad, I'm gay. And then everybody, I was watching this with a group of people, Blake included. And when the car crash happens, there was a collective. <gasps> <gasps>
3: just the gay, oh, yeah. Of gay, ass, the gay yeah. yeah, the gay <laughs> ass, like, But I mean, how life. did you guys react? I intake. was shocked. Yeah.
4: Yeah. <laughs> I was shocked. I actually heard... Um, I heard the Australian accent come out when he's like, "I'm gay, Dad." So <laughs> I kind of rebound that part a little bit, um, and then I was just kind of watching. I was like, "That is so cute." That's the so- oh my yeah, god! Really like it just—I was not expecting yeah. it at all. Yeah, at all. And then cut straight to a hospital scene. Ooh.
2: They should do the people's couch version of this. You yeah. can watch the so people watching the show have that moment and see the collective gasp. But yeah, yeah. <laughs>
1: so. that, I, that definitely threw everything for a curveball. Mm-hmm. But it was—it was necessary because of then it right. introduces. Malik, he comes to save Mm -hmm. the day and to see Doris. And that's when she finally finally broke down.
3: Finally, lets it out. Mm -hmm.
1: And I think that just showed that Malik is her family and they are truly good for each other and, I mean, that's that's Doris being, like, letting down all All the
2: humor, all the walls. Yeah, putting all those fences down and breaking it down and allowing herself to
3: be vulnerable. When you're comfortable enough to ugly cry in front of somebody you love. Exactly. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah.
4: As much, I mean, it was only last episode, right, where he was like, oh, I I want you to love me or something. She's like, okay, Mm -hmm. you're coming on a little too strong. And this episode, I feel like as soon as she saw him, it was just kind of a relief too, Mm -hmm. you know? She just kind of let loose and really opened up. It's what she Mm -hmm. needed to do. And I feel like we were waiting for tears this
1: whole episode and that's when we saw it. it. was when she saw him. Yeah. And before he shows up, again another really sweet moment. Yeah, uh, Doris reveals to Dom that she inherited money and she wants to give it to Dom know, for the chicken like, window. So sweet. Wow. Oh, my heart. You know, that's what, friendship. That's
3: that love. Is. That yeah. is love. Oh, for yeah.
2: sure.
4: Yeah. Because, like you said about Malik, I feel like Dom is also her family. Oh yeah, totally, t- totally,
2: definitely.
1: And they had said, "Now we're both orphans." Mm-hmm. Like they really only have each other. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I want that. You know, I was thinking at first, like, wow, why
4: didn't he say, oh, no, that's okay. You know, like being nice about it or something. But I feel like when you're truly family Mm -hmm. and someone says, look, I have this inheritance Mm -hmm. money. I want to give it to you. It's, it's not. Yeah, it's, it's not real, casual. It's, it's not genuine. Flipping. Yeah,
3: right. Because and
1: you, because you know that if he was like, "Oh no, Doris, I can't," she'd be like, "Cut the bullshit. Yeah, I'm giving exactly. it to you. Don't fight this with me. I'm already yeah, uncomfortable. Already,
3: right. But yeah. And I like just
2: want to give this to you. And like you said, true friends would be able to do that and not put the fake airs up. Like, yeah. oh well, no, I can't take no, it. No, it's okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Although it is, I, you know, you have to be the certain type of friend, like family, like you were saying, to be able to. Work that out with money because that's always oh yeah real oh, it crazy. Does. Oh. does concern me down the road, but this Ooh. chicken better be exquisite. Yeah, uh,
1: it better
4: taste yeah. fancy. Yeah, because that's always
2: it's, always it's always be an issue. You know, when you're even with close people and family members and friends to loan money and yeah. give money.
1: Yeah, that's money, mm-hmm. money and relationships. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> all right, guys, let's talk about what we've all been dying to talk about. Malik yeah. picks him up. He brings him to San Francisco. He drops off Pat at his doorstep, and who is waiting for I, him? Know,
3: conveniently. Uh, I mean, No, conveniently. Oh my God. Has he been like Carrie Bradshawing it for like yeah. four days, yeah. sitting on the stoop, just waiting, smoking. Like, just, just smoking, just smoking, <laughs> yep. with a big a flower choos. pin <laughs> yeah. attached to his shirt yeah. and Maybe a great a pair birding. of shoes? Yes, <laughs> some Manolos. Manolo's.
1: Yeah. He, uh, Kevin drops a lot of bombs in one sentence. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, I left John. Mm-hmm. I'm very in love with you. I want to make this work.
2: <laughs> I know. What? Whoa, boom, boom, boom. boom. boom.
4: <laughs> and then <laughs> Patrick was so. He was just, okay, let's do it. I mean, there was no hesitation. There wasn't like, oh, let me think about it for a couple yeah. days. I mean, he nope. was just like, I'm all in. in. All
3: I in. I am hard all hard to in.
2: get or anything. Nope. No. <laughs>
1: all right, so it seems like in this moment, Team Kevin has won. What are <laughs> oh, <laughs> this moment. She says with such hesitation <laughs> still, and slight hint of disdain.
0: Still, <laughs> there's
1: still episodes left in the season. Things yeah. could happen. How are Great. we feeling about Kevin and Pat being together right now? Well, who wants to go first? Yeah, I really want to hear what you in. have to say, I mean, personally, <laughs> You guys know my thoughts. I think that Kevin has a lot of baggage and mm-hmm. it's a, it's just because he ended it with John doesn't mean the John saga is done. Right. You know, there's they've been together for how many years? There's a lot of relationship behind yeah. his with Patrick's, and who knows one day Kevin could wake up and be like, I've made a mistake. Mm-hmm. And then who's hurt? Again, yeah.
2: Patrick. Yeah, exactly. Kevin it, is
1: so unpredictable. He is. Yeah. Um, I feel like
4: with... What is his name? Is it Brody or Brady? Brady. 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 Um, I feel like... Brady. <laughs> Brady. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, I feel like Patrick is kind of like, okay, you know, Richie is a no-go. He is with Brady. That's not going to happen. And so Kevin is my next best bet, I feel. I, I don't know if I would say he's settling because I think he likes Kevin, but yeah. um, I just... I. I don't know. Yeah, no. I don't think it's going to work out. I don't think it's... I think Kevin has a history, and I think that he can easily repeat his actions. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
3: Well, and I think there's also a big part of it that is the excitement of the affair. Mm-hmm. Yeah? When that is removed from the situation, and now it it's exciting? like, okay, well, it, do yeah. I really like you, or is this... Right. Is this going to work? Yeah. Right. It's it's good you, point. It, it does. You're right, because there is that excitement there, and that danger. Because it was salacious. salacious. Yeah, it is. Yeah. It's oh.
2: like the danger and the behind-the-back kind of thing. Uh, you know how I feel, too, and that's just, I think he should be alone. Patrick needs to be alone. Yeah, I agree. Uh, he needs time to figure out what he needs to do, what's best for him, and, and frankly, Kevin does, too. It's like, i just not going to just jump right into this relationship with Patrick now, and like you said, he has so much baggage, so much stuff to deal with, so I'm I'm team no one.
0: <laughs> I'm team single. Yeah.
2: I'm team single, and I'm going to stand by that, that, that Patrick needs to you. be single, and then he's got to let that kind of sort out before he could be with either one of them, or a third person needs to enter into the mix down the road. Oh, a number, yes, oh, number three. Yes, number three. Oh, no. Yes, <laughs> just to throw in another like I don't know, it's not a triangle. Was it a parallelogram? I don't even know. A parallelogram, <laughs> a Para- trapezoid, trapezoid. I don't know. Whatever the
1: hey mascot. Hey, yeah. this?
2: <laughs> but I'm team single for right now, and team I think single. that this is going to be a building disaster here. With like you said, with Kevin and his unpredictability and all that. So.
1: Well, where is kevin living now in his office because wasn't he living with john oh
3: yeah good point and unless john uh, on the out? Stoop. he was living on the stoop <laughs> yeah, he, <laughs> yeah exactly so that's so his nice home in <laughs> patrick's and now he's just gonna yeah. move in with patrick now that he's back you know, i mean it is
2: convenient
4: be... because isn't john moving to seattle
2: well that's oh. uh, we don't know i mean that, that kinda was sh- kind of the talk that was sort of the talk in the previous episodes and i don't you know i was wondering is that kevin just saying that because he felt like he had to get out of the picture was he really doing that, or is John going to go back to San Diego? I guess we don't. I really know I want to know the story. That. I want to know
4: why they broke up and if Kevin yeah. left because hey, I'm not into you anymore. I like Patrick. Or, or- oh. He- Seattle? Oh, I can't do that. My
1: job's here. Right.
4: We should break mm-hmm.
2: up. Or was it, or could it have been John? You know, we don't oh, know. Oh, yeah. Right? It could have been the whole too. other team the biggest that's twist true. of all. Yeah. yeah. Ooh. Who was it? Kevin
1: did say, I left John, but he could have, that's kind of <laughs> right. like saying when you get broken up, right. Right? you're like, I broke up with him. Exactly. With
2: exactly. Because in a way, I'm like, was Kevin strong enough to actually do that? Because yeah. we've seen so far he hasn't been.
1: Oh, well, clearly. Yeah. So, this is juicy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, before we jump into predictions, uh, I want to jump into news and gossip quick. We have a few things. First of all,
0: Oh, I jumped the
1: cat. <laughs> I'm so not used to that show. Oh. I like that. That was nice. That was a Thank nice you, Jonathan, in the
3: booth. dropping sound bomb. effect. Uh,
1: mm. So this week, um, there's something in Los Angeles going on called Paley Fest, and Blake and I got to go and interview the cast and the creators of the show, which is yeah. so cool. It
2: was yeah. amazing. So much fun. Jealous that I missed it, but uh, it was, you guys got some great stuff.
1: Yeah, we got to we got to talk to all the cast and the crew, and then we got to screen the episode with a bunch of other media people, and everyone gasped with cards. <laughs> Um And then we got to see a long talkback, uh, a panel with the. the cast, so it was pretty cool. Um, For the interviews, you can go to our Twitter accounts or go to the After Buzz YouTube page and there's a whole playlist of all the interviews to check out there. Um, But Blake, uh, you have uh, some news as well.
3: Well, uh, something that I do think is worth mentioning, uh, Russell Tovey, who's the actor that plays Kevin, Mm -hmm. is in some really hot water right now for some comments that he made Mm -hmm. um, and I kind of want to get you guys' thoughts and opinions on it. Um, He was telling a story about uh, how he was thankful to his dad for not letting him attend the theater school that he had wanted to go to. Um, He was crediting that exp- the, his experience of not going to the theater school with his straight acting persona, which mm. he which he feels like has helped him be able to get access to the roles that he's been able to play, and this this whole non effeminate. Um, sort of thing that he that is working for him. now. Twitter lost its absolute mind Right. because now that everyone drew conclusions that whereas he right. he was making a specific reference to his life and uh, but that you know all of the social justice people came out of the woodwork and decided that now you know Russell Tovey is effeminate shaming mm-hmm. and it, that he that is this is his internalized homophobia talking and well. all of the you know lots of psycho babble jargon. So thoughts. Yes. <laughs>
1: So, you, so he, he was saying that he's glad he didn't go to the school because that way he was able to develop a straight
3: persona he, his, by he, not More attending. of a masculine right. persona. Okay. That was sort not, of his, what he was yeah. saying. Yeah. yeah I, I don't think he labeled it straight acting. Right. Okay. I, I don't want to misquote him because yeah. I'm not sure what the exact words were. But.
1: Interesting. Mm.
2: It is
3: very interesting oh, for sure. I don't
1: know. I'm not an actor, so I don't know what kind of persona I, you would get if you went to yeah, another theater school. I but
2: mean, it's the, it's so, like you were saying with the you know effeminate shaming and uh, the stereotypes that get thrown around and everything. So it's it is it's and it's still it's still out there. The stereotypes are out there, and I think it's it's tough. You know what he said, and I could see how it can be taken on either side. Definitely, it made me it's,
1: think about uh, if he were to go into. I, I'm trying to think through his eyes, if he's gone into auditions and seen other people who he thought were gay in real life and could see that they were like acting gay. As, even like, though
2: they were supposed to be a right. straight like, person, like typecast, yeah. or you're put, if you're gay and you're effeminate, you're typecast as yeah. a certain campy characters, and vice versa. Well, and...
3: and I think what you guys are hitting on is the most important part of this this story is that what he's commenting on is the is that there are still uh, you know inequalities in show business. Oh. Sure. There are still oh. there are prejudices, oh, and there yeah. like that's really what this is more Absolutely. about. I can understand why people were offended, Absolutely. but I really do not think that Russell Tovey is effeminate shaming anyone. Like you know, it's it's crazy. right. I don't think that was his intention. Tension, no. but I
2: get how that got taken. Yeah, like, yeah. let's
3: talk to Michael Urie about post-Ugly Betty getting yeah. rose, you know? Like, yeah. seriously. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he's one of the greatest actors I know that can yeah. play anything. Yep.
1: It's interesting. I, I I wish I could ha- talk to a casting director about this because, I, you know, at what point do you say, well, you just have to be a really good actor. You, you, shouldn't, you shouldn't be able to read your own personal you know, um, like sexual orientation or anything when you're in a character, but then that's like suggestive too by saying that this person is, seems like they're acting gay. It's like, well, maybe that's just the way he's interpreting this character would be. Right. This is hard. I wonder
4: too if it would be, if it's about luck. I mean, if we could, if he could go back and go to the theater school and go on all of these auditions, I wonder, like you guys were saying, his persona that he gives in auditions, I wonder if he would, be considered type if he would be typecast as a specific type of um, playing a specific role. Yeah, because I, I don't. It's I don't, hard. I, I know, know it it's hard to bring you
3: the tough I questions. <laughs> I just, on After
4: no. I just don't really think that he would be typecasted. I'm not sure. You and never, never, no. I mean, and that's it's the thing too. I is. mean, yeah. uh, it's it really. I think it might be luck. I think it also might be how you present yourself. Um, so but I think
2: that's where he was going back, and by saying if he went to the theater school, he would present himself in a more
3: different way, yeah. in, in, a, in a slightly more traditionally effeminate rate. way.
1: Can we, can Russell? You can say. you just call us? I know, can, so we get, can we discuss this?
3: Well, <laughs> well, but if you if you guys if you guys, if you guys have, have an opinion, part. do tweet us. and yeah, yeah. use, use the hashtag #abtvlooking and uh, tell us are you are you pro pro Russell's comments, anti Russell's comments? Let us know. Let us know, <laughs> know you what you think. This is an important conversation because it is important.
1: Uh and also that's an interesting uh comment he made because that kind of ties into when I was interviewing Daniel Francesi, who plays Eddie on mm-hmm. um, the show. Um I asked him if he gets typecast as like the gay the sassy gay yeah, friend the sassy, gay, because of be Mean friends. Girls and mm-hmm. he said that that's that's definitely been an issue in his life and he actually wasn't even out until a few years right. ago. So yeah. there was this time period where you know I'm sure he was like totally struggling inside and wondering why he wasn't getting these like masculine roles and getting pigeonholed by casting directors i mean that's just it's i can't imagine
2: in and out of the business because i facilitate coming out groups and there's a lot of people that have issues with that whole those stereotypes and if they're too effeminate or they're masculine and they are you know it's a it's a whole issue in in the community so this just kind of puts it under microscope when you're talking about Acting and, and you're getting comments like this, even if they weren't meant to be this way, they could be interpreted in a negative oh, way. Mm-hmm. So it is very tough.
4: But see, it's also all about the time frame too, because I feel like if Mean Girls was, if Mean Girls happened right now, I don't know if Daniel would have a difficult time getting future roles. Who
1: knows? Yeah, yeah. but I mean, a lot again, has changed yeah, 10 years, yeah
4: the business so. has changed. Oh yeah, Absolutely. for sure
3: still we a long still way got to go, a, way, a, way to go. Do,
4: yeah.
1: a lot of work to do and I'm, mm-hmm. I'm tired just i mean all this social it. activism is <laughs> exhausting <laughs> let's take things back to looking let's do some predictions yes.
0: and now you're after buzz tv predictions uh
1: scott what are you put
2: me on the spot yeah, um i am Going back to what we were saying, I really want to see Lynn back in the picture in these last couple episodes. I think that both Dom and Lynn need each other, and so I want to see that develop a little bit more. And I still believe the pending storm with Kevin and Patrick, it's not like all happily ever after or anything's going to be great here. This is going to be a lot of drama and a lot of issues that are going to be continuing these next three or four episodes, so uh it's... Not what I now. Team no one. Team single. <laughs> I
1: totally agree. And when yeah. I talk with, I spoke with Murray Bartlett, who plays Dom. Mm-hmm. I asked him. I was like, "Are we going to get more Lynn? And he gave me a very ambiguous answer. <laughs> of course, <that> he did. <laughs> that makes me think we're probably going to see him again. But I also want to see him. I again, do. So I'm i think that, that I want to
2: see that relationship. And I do. Again, I think they they need each other in a way, and they need to get past the issues that they have. And between the two of them, they can do that.
4: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I haven't. I'm I'm convinced that Lynn is going to come back in the picture, and I feel like. Dom will approach him when now that he has the money for this chicken window. That there you go, (laughs) like chicken coop, chicken window. Um, Now that he has, you know, the money for this, I feel like he might approach Lynn and be like, "Hey." help me like I wonder the way
2: right or like I don't need you in the sense anymore because he kind of depended on Lynn for those contacts and right. the and the, fun, the financiers and all that now we may not need that anymore. but
4: I wonder how Lynn is going to come back into the picture yeah. if it's going to be in a relationship sense mm-hmm. or if it's going to be in a business partner a let's do this relationship. you want relationships yes. relationship.
3: yeah because I think that's how they yes we might be shipping them yes oh I'm totally, totally shipping, shipping them Yeah. D'Lynn Dolyn, it doesn't work. work, it doesn't doesn't their work. Names you can't don't put work. it in the family, so it's not a thing. <laughs>
2: Dolyn, Dolyn. Sorry, guys. Just change your name. Sorry. So it maybe can just work. <laughs> maybe, maybe Dolyn. I don't know. It's not pretty.
3: Da da.
4: No, no nice. I'm not even. Long. You got any predictions? The <laughs> only thing that I'm
3: the only thing that, uh, to add to that that I'm kind of thinking is going to happen that I'm that I'm kind of looking forward to is when Richie finds out that Patrick right. and Kevin are actually yes. giving it a go. Yes, it will be very interesting to watch that reaction. Absolutely.
4: Or you think you think he'll find out? You think Richie? Oh, so.
3: oh, yeah. yeah. oh, I think so. Oh, yeah. Of course he will. Oh, I think we've got to. Do you think
4: Patrick will tell him? I don't think so. Well, <laughs> I don't I, think that's going to. be I the don't case. know if he will
2: find out or they'll find out in going out or something. Or maybe we'll each Augustine other will say
4: something. Somebody
2: will like he, it's.
3: It's yeah, going to happen. It's going it, to happen.
1: Augustine yeah. will tell Dom while he's getting a haircut, or uh, Augustine <laughs> will tell Richie while he's getting a haircut. Yeah, that's how it's going to happen. Bam. <laughs> Alright, let's uh until next time, let's uh let's tell everybody where people can find you on the uh, internet.
3: You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Blake MacIver.
4: And you guys can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Kelly Kinez.
1: Twitter at the Kylie Hodges, Instagram at <laughs> Kylie Hodges, and find me on YouTube as well.
2: I know it's like me yeah, on my Twitter at sman80. That's sman eight zero, and Instagram at the Scott Moore eight zero, because my common name. And uh, you can find me here on Thursday nights also with uh, season six of Archer. Ooh, nice. nice!
1: What an episode! I hope yeah, next great. week is just as good. Thank you guys Absolutely. so much for watching. See you next week. Bye guys. Bye. Bye.